de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Bienvenidos. Hi, how's everyone? ¿Cómo están? Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode six. Seis. Thanks so much, as always, for joining us, and thanks so much for listening. I am your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is the one and only Rafael Tamayo. Bre Tip. So, how are we feeling? There's a lot of things happening right now, lots of emotions. Let's translate our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. Yes. It's time for me mood. In the future, I hope that we only speak in meme. Only in meme. No yeah, words. That's it. Just, just visual representations. Yes, that's it. I'm okay with it. That's yeah, fine. So should. what's your meme mood? My meme mood is the... So for those that do not have Snapchat... Which is surprisingly still around, honestly, because yeah. everybody stole its thing now. Yeah, but I'm team Snapchat. Okay. Um, there's so the the little filters that they give you that you can add. There's one of like a little this hot is the dog best who does guy. like yeah, he does like a breakdancing move and he's like chilling and you can place it wherever and it's interactive. Well, there's a snap going around of someone like at a grocery store and he's he he or she placed the little hot dog like in an aisle, and then there's a cart going by. And then the hot dog like runs away with the cart. And so he's like, <laughs> they took my fucking hot dog. Aww. And so I feel like. Are you the hot dog or the guy whose hot dog got taken? The guy whose hot dog got taken. Taken? Ooh. Taken? Taken. Liam like Neeson. the movie, Just yes. Liam Neeson, yeah. So I'm going to um, go. I'm, I have a special set of skills. I'm going to go find the hot dog. I and took it. bring him back him. to Snapchat. Yeah. He, I also have a hot dog story. Little weenie man is kind of what I'm calling Whoa. him. Are you not into Wait that? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> The whole studio is choking. <laughs> Lil Weenie Man fits. I think it's cute. Lil Weenie Man fits. You're not making it better. <laughs> what is that? Okay, anyways. Pat posted a dumb video with me dancing it today. Don't tell me why, but she has Hannibal Birds on Snapchat, and he saw me dancing with Lil Weenie Man. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pat has Hannibal Burris on Snapchat because she's that cool. I know. As it like so, they're fr like friends he on the snap. Her and she follows him. Yes, he views apparently whenever Lil Weenie Man and me are dancing, and my mom's literally cooking enchiladas in the and background. And he saw it. And he saw the snap of me slapping Lil Weenie Man's ass. I. I, this is too much. I'm on overload right anyway, now. Anyway, so that's your me mood. Great choice. Little Weenie Man is great. Uh, I am... I've seen a little bit about um, my me mood. She's been going around for a couple weeks. Um, but she's still around. Is Fiona the hippo? She... Have you heard of her? I don't know. She's pretty is. great. She's a new baby hippo that was born. Never heard of her. And she's heavy AF, but she's killing the game. So she's just doing her thing, being a hippo at the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah. Um, so she's cute. I, there's one where there's like a fish kissing her, and they were like, ooh, even the fishes love Fiona. I was like, yes, go Fiona. So that's my me mood. I don't really know what the mood is besides like be a baddie hippo. Yeah. Um, and that's all I have for my me mood this week. I respect um, that, though. That's a good That's a good. So we have mood. Lil Weenie Man and Fiona. That's her. She's so cute. Look <laughs> at her. Pat just showed us a picture of Fiona. She's got the roles. She's living life. I'm into it. She's Dang. not bothered. Um, I think so, I'm going to hijack that meme, too. 
You I like wanna, Fiona the Hippo? I want to feel like Little Fiona. weenie Fiona the Hippo mans. Yeah. Okay, so we, we can, can leave out agree. the little weenie. Why don't you like little weenie? I, I, I'm not a big fan of little weenies. Uh, <laughs> well, me neither, but... Well, no, I don't... Where are we going we... with this now? This all is right. terrible. All right, this all right. So we have a lot to talk about on the juice <clears throat> this week, and we have dope guests coming into the studio for this episode, so we should jump right in. But before we do, I'll tell you that the guests for this week are the founders of what has become a Dallas staple, a one sneaker and streetwear convention, something our dear, dear Ralph has quite a bit to do with as well. I asked people on Instagram if um, they knew who was coming, and I think they were fronting because I'm yeah. sure they did. Oh, um, <laughs> so it's the founders of Dallas's own Kickspo will be in studio with us. So look forward to that. Anything else on our end? Personal updates before we get into our first segment? No. It's, uh, it's been a long summer. It, it's only been Boy. like a month. Yeah. We're stressed out already. Ooh. So then it is officially time for our juicy cheese the juice. There's literally so much pinche hugo this week. It's insane. That's yeah, crazy. The Tampico is too sweet. 2017 <laughs> is too much. Honestly, I'm True. literally over this year already and we're seven months in yeah it's almost time to get free slurpees wow i'm really sad it? <gasps> it's tomorrow okay oh my god never Wait, mind is Shit. it snap 7-eleven <laughs> you're gonna tomorrow's hear this later. also amazon prime day oh my god i don't know if y'all know this but amazon prime is pretty legit i'm trying to put y'all on so really because the- <laughs> we like didn't talk about amazon last episode um so i want to tap out of 2017 and like go hide in a corner and read a book but instead here we are discussing all the things uh, that don't stop happening. And by the time y'all hear this, probably 18,000 yeah. more things have happened and stress everybody out some more. Yeah. Um, so recently in Dallas news was the <clears throat> one year anniversary of the July 7th ambush is what I believe it is often referred to as. Correct. Um, I don't want to get into it too much uh, because it has a lot of different dynamics and topics that I think need to be discussed. Um, but we did want to address that since it is the one year anniversary. Right. There's always there uh, with, with stuff like that. There was one thing I heard last year when all of this had happened and someone said you can be pro Black Lives Matter and you can be against cops being killed and still be able to be open enough for a conversation where it's like, hey, look, there's something wrong with what's happening in our right. community. But it got really complicated because <clears throat> I don't think the conversations went that way. They didn't, yeah. So it's 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 a lot more um, complex than our city made it seem, and Indeed. it often became just the one side, which is the obvious, like, Dallas strong, blue lives, blah, ah. Anyways, I, I really don't want to get into it because then I'm just going to get, like, angry probably. But um, so something else kind of unfortunate, y'all know I like to get the – kind of negative news out of the way first is that there is a uh, Dallas LGBTQ health facility that was destroyed here in South Dallas. And I didn't know this place existed and I didn't hear about this story. I don't know if it's getting that much coverage. I don't know if you had heard about it. Um, Um, I I had only heard about it um, because it came up in conversation when some of the Dallas city dignitaries opened the new location over off of Cedar Springs, mm-hmm. Inwood area. Um, but this was just a brief mention. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't the same kind of attention. So apparently someone set fire to this community center that is usually um, 
it has uh, HIV and AIDS services for people of color, black people, especially here in South Dallas. And it was burned down purposely, obviously, because it is a place for the LGBTQ community here in Dallas. I think sometimes Dallas likes to pride itself on being more, quote unquote, liberal. Um, This is bullshit. And this shit's happening uh, to this community. And it needs to be addressed. So I tried to look for where we can help. I haven't found it, but as soon as we find it, we will share that. Um, let's stop pretending that we're like so progressive because people are burning down these buildings for people that barely have anything here. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to address that cause I hadn't heard about it and it's really, really terrible that this happened. And they said the, basically the fire department said this was no accident. This was a purposeful right. fire. Arsonist, yeah. Um, so that happened here, something we should be ashamed of and try to take care of and help rebuild in the city, um, is this health facility that was destroyed. Uh, on lighter news, much lighter, uh, the two chains trap house, (laughs) completely opposite. Which which is is a a free HIV testing center. He did. So that's a good little transition. He offered that on the 4th of July, I believe, which was freaking amazing i did yeah. not know where he was gonna take this because it was mostly like publicity for his new album which right. i have not listened to but i was like that is so cool because he started it as like a nail salon i yeah. believe and then it was i think a hair salon like it just kept going and then he made it a free hiv um testing site and i was like you are everything yeah. titty boy i did not yeah. know that i loved you mr this much. hair weave killer is amazing <laughs> sir hair weave killer yes you deserve all the props because yes, that was a really really great thing that he did and i it was sad to see that it's like being shut down and then the people that owned it originally are like reselling it already but it was really cool it was a pink house in atlanta i believe i could yeah. be wrong um hot atlanta so that was cool i was excited to see that that uh two chains trap house happening um, I'm going to call this good news. Maybe some Beckys might be sad. I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. I, um, okay, so I this thought it was obviously very annoying when Kendall and Kylie had the Tupac and Biggie shirts with their faces on them. Like they think they're somebody that special to just get away with that. And then they got sued. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So that's why I say it's good news because y'all don't need to be doing that shit. Y'all are literally so minimal in comparison to these people so i was very happy to hear that one mrs wallace was going off on them as they deserve to be gone off on because they keep getting away with their stupid bs they keep appropriating cultures and they keep doing their nonsense and they deserve to be sued so how far can you get before it's like i don't know and they're gonna keep going because even with um I was also annoyed. I don't think I've talked about it here on the podcast when Kim made like um, candles, like the Mexican candles with their face on it, which people had created and sold with like Beyonce and Kanye and Jay. But then she made them with herself. And I was like, boo, do you really need the extra like (laughs) 20 grand you're going to make off of this? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, So I'm glad they're being sued. I believe it is Tupac's photographer that. um, Good could do it basically um but yeah so that's happening For, uh, by the way though um, do you know if they're still selling those jay-z candles because i need one get the f- oh they're probably <laughs> i think those are like on etsy we could probably make one cool. honestly all right um like Just why speak. would you want to make one for jay-z did he have like something big and exciting or anything happen oh my god no 
He didn't. Not, not at all. all. It's not, not going to be all. discussed in this whole episode. Not at all. Um, so, in other great news, <clears throat> Ava DuVernay, who's like my favorite director, um, is creating a Central Park Five film. So, I will, um, I guess, sound stupid young by saying I was not alive when this occurred, but I know what it is. I I take offense to that. <laughs> Are you offended? Yes. Stupid um, and young should not go together. I'm not stupid. Did I say stupid you young? You said, yeah. Well, I meant it like in not an oh, offensive like way. Oh, like stupid young. Yeah, like mad like young. stupid young. Exactly. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So, but I obviously know what the Central Park Five is, and I'm really happy that she's making this film, and she's apparently making five, like, not film. It's not going to be a film. It's like five, like, I, I guess episodes. It's like a limited series. Mm-hmm. One about each person involved, which were oh, like word. men of color uh, yeah. in New York. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if you saw the 13th, but it's great. You should watch it. The 13th? It's her documentary on oh, Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, um, sorry, I like. I thought you were trying to shout out 13 Reasons Why. I was no, like, no, let's not talk about not that again. Not that again. <laughs> um, so that's coming to Netflix in 2019, I believe it is. Yeah. So that is something to look forward to. I am looking forward to that. Um, All right. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Misael's in the building. We uh, just talked about Little Weenie Man. You're probably gonna be a little bit sad. Yeah, we lo- we we just had a ball with Little Weenie Man. A little weenie ball. Um. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, okay, we're going back. We've had too much to drink already. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm by- great. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, okay. You're like. <laughs> um. All right. So back to it. This this little new tidbit of information we don't know exactly what the exact i just said exact twice we don't know for sure but people are speculating about tyler the creator opening up about his sexuality perhaps via a leaked album and let me just say if they are true these lyrics because he's obviously joked around and so people are like are they is he trolling us is he actually yeah i support you i love you be you that's all i'm saying to tyler and good for you if you are um so cool exciting news there yeah i i'm waiting to see what everything what it's about because i just hope it's not a ploy ploy for what i for you know his new album i mean I don't know. I don't think he's he's always been kind of wild, but I don't think he's, he's I mean, if if it is, okay. If it's not, I mean, he's had the I feel like he's had the luxury of getting to a safe point in his career with announcing that. Right. Like it's okay for him now. Like, bro, why'd you wait so damn long? I don't I mean, it's different <clears throat> for each individual though. So like you No, can't... I know. I know. Like I'm not saying you should have. Everybody should know. Right. But I'm just saying like in his particular situation and you know the whole thing with Frank, and and you know he had some stuff to say about right. that. I think it kind of presented a platform for him, to, him right now, to be at a safe point to say, okay, look, it's not as as nerve wracking. Which right. again, and I'm not like clowning him for it. I'm just saying, you know, I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. I I know he will say like, yo, I'm gay, or yo, I'm bi, or yo, I'm yeah. whatever when he decides to. And if it's via this album, good for you. Yeah. Uh, I think hip hop definitely needs that. So. Because even though they like to pretend they're mad accepting, ooh, yeah. we're going to get into it with Jay-Z talking about his mother. Ooh. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. good for you, Tyler, if not just a- addressing your less masculine side 
masculine side in general I've always enjoyed. Um, I don't like talking about these people too much. Same. So I try not to bring them up too much because they honestly, they joke on themselves. I don't even got to say nothing. And they are just foolish nonstop. Um, I don't even know what to call them. The, the quote unquote government. I don't know. No, that's too powerful. <laughs> that's way too powerful. Um, I don't know what to call the elected officials. Uh, no, because elected. What? I, I don't know what to call them besides the hacked, like the hacked or no. We need to give them a good name that's fitting of their bullshit, but I don't have it right now. The hacker babies. Ew, that sounds weird and kind of cute. <laughs> Hacker babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like sit there and yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, anyways, Ivanka at this G20 summit. Um, Why is she there? I just hate all of it. I don't even like it's so draining because it's just constantly a joke. And the reason they're still there is because of their whiteness. And that's all there is to it. Like, I, there's not, I'm sorry. There's no other way to say it. No, yeah. I mean. I, because it, it, Obama couldn't wear the right pants. Like, he got shat on for pants. <laughs> that's and true. So it's like dead ass. It's your whiteness that is keeping you there. That's it. You're rich and your whiteness. And that's the only reason you are allowed to still be sitting in that office. And you're allowed to call the entire you know, media, fake news or whatever, and just go on with your bullshit and people take you seriously. It's because of your privilege and that's all there is to it. And so it's so irritating to see you know, your literal daughter with no qualifications yeah. sitting there with other world leaders making a full ass embarrassment of this country. And we need more moments where like the Polish first lady doesn't shake his that hand. was a fun little vine until i saw the whole clip yeah but i don't know like man if i was another one of those leaders i don't think i could keep my cool like even justin trudeau who people try to praise all the time i'm yeah. like no you're sitting there smiling too like my bitch ass would have been with hands crossed <laughs> mugging like who do you think you are yeah. you shouldn't be here in the first place but anyways and then there was that picture i don't know if you saw it of pence touching some like nasa equipment oh, yeah and it said like please don't touch yeah. and then he tried to be funny and say rubio dared me to do that i literally hate you all so much i yeah. can't even let you make a joke because it's yeah. not funny because literally again it's your privilege that allows you to even like be making jokes about this yeah. but i don't know apparently nasa was like it wasn't a big deal people can touch that and it's of like not. yeah okay Sure. Anyways. And then there was that uh, clip with um, Buzz Aldrin. Very. Uh, His expressions were. That was that was <laughs> that's what I need. If you're going to yeah. be near Trump, be making them faces. That's my boy Buzz. Be slapping his hand away. <laughs> All of it. Don't be afraid to do it. OK, like if you love this country, show them that we don't give a rat's ass about them. Yeah. So sound advice, sound quality sound. advice from yeah. your local politician, Eva. Yeah. Um, God, literally speaking of God. So the Vatican <laughs> outlawed gluten free bread. So that means for those of you who wanted to eat a gluten free Jesus at church. Sorry. Sorry. He's not gluten free. You got to get those extra calories in you because Jesus needs gluten. And I didn't know that this would happen. I didn't even know gluten-free was like a thing the Vatican was considering. 
But apparently they were like, nah. Yeah. We need a little bit of that well, gluten. Can't so. be can't be glutinous. Oh Jesus. What? No. Literally. Just talking about the gluten free. The Bible. Free. All right. <laughs> so sorry to all you uh dear Catholics that might be gluten free. I'm afraid that you have to have the Lord with his gluten. Um so this is a huge topic, this next chunk. Um, I'm not even going to, I don't want to go that into it because I know everybody's talking about it and it's so tiring already, is the Black China and Rob situation. Yeah. I literally don't even want to say that much because I'm already tired. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So... I really don't want to jump into it much, but what I did want to jump into was kind of funny was uh, the Snoop Dogg clip. Yeah, silver um, lining. Where <laughs> the silver lining of this whole situation yes. was him listening to Corridos, and it was La Limpia, I believe is yeah. what he was listening to. Uh, the Latinx community was very excited about that. From what I saw, everybody was sharing this post. I had a problem with the post because you know I'm that bitch that's gonna be like, "Well, did you listen what he what he was saying?" Because I didn't appreciate that, and like everybody else is just enjoying it for what it is, yeah. which is great. Like, lucky for you. Um, but in that clip, at the end, I don't like listening to what he's saying because I'm just like, okay, there's like a lot of misogyny in here, and then there's like weird colorism of you saying like, oh, you should date white women because they're not as this as black women. Like, no, Snoop Dogg, that's all problematic. Stop what you're saying. But I liked him listening to Corridos. I was like, that's cute. Look at you go. Um, so anything else you want to say about Black China and Rob? Absolutely not. <laughs> I literally don't want to get into it because I'm like, y'all are also messy. Poor dream. That's oh, all I feel. And obviously, like, don't be exposing images that you shouldn't be exposing and yeah, then I mean, being salty dumb. about it later on. Yeah, that's real dumb. But, and I mean, like, Rob especially, because Rob has a record of trying to shit on women after they do him wrong. And by do him wrong, I mean not want to be with him anymore. And that doesn't mean you have the right to um, right. share women's private information whether or not they are strippers or not like stop it don't matter yeah quit being a crybaby rob rob i think just needs a lot of help in general because he's had mad depression for years and people just like joke with him and his family obviously doesn't give a rat's ass about him in that way so take care of yourself boo please somebody take care of dream for shit's sake honestly and black china also just keep doing your thing but everybody just be careful jesus christ (laughs) I literally don't know what else to say about that. Um, so the the last last big since the last episode since the last episode yeah. that is a great way to transition. Thank right? you, sir. Uh, an album came out, a small little album that was oh. available on every single platform available. What? Thank you really? so much. Oh yeah, you're oh you're welcome. Oh, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> no, Eva, I didn't no, know. No, you don't need to open your mouth right now. <laughs> I d- I'm sorry. I didn't so know. So the day this album came out, we are all at a Lizzo show. Shout out to Lizzo. And we see that, you know, one get that tweet. 444 album came out. It's I'm like, out. oh, shit. Somebody <laughs> needs to send me that. And Rafa's like, oh, I got somebody with it. I'm like, oh, you do? I'm thinking me and Rafa are friends at this point. Now I know we're we not. We are. Stop. So at that moment, I was like, yo, fam, 
hit me with that album. And he was like, sure. You know, he gave me that like, yeah, I might. Now I know that that's BS and I shouldn't trust him anymore. And I might need to hit up the Kixpo guys for like, it, maybe they'll I, be the album It was album really plug. hot in that venue. And so I what is that excuse? You couldn't send an email? Straight. I was dehydrated. Whatever. So he didn't send me the album. So guess who just <laughs> listened to it like today, a week and a half later? I'm sorry. When like my mom probably already heard it. I memorized. I actually album no, you didn't. I did. Well, I kidding. only know like one lyric. <laughs> no, but I was actually I heard some songs on I think it was K104 maybe or 97.9 whatever. But I was really surprised because they were already playing like Moonlight and um, 444. Yeah. And when I heard 444, I didn't know what it was. And then I was like, oh shit! And then I heard all the lyrics I was seeing uh, on Twitter that were like. You know, so very, you were that meme. I was that meme that was like when you're pretending that you <laughs> know what the album's talking about. And it's that GIF of Jay Z. Like I don't know what that a word GIF, is. GIF, I don't know what that word is. GIF. Um, <laughs> yes, a GIF of Jay Z where he's like oh, rocking his of, head. Okay. Stop it. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, yeah. I am. The, I was those memes of like pretending that you I'm know sorry. what the heck if the I album re- was if about. I had known that you didn't have that album. I was so thirsty for the album. I, I just know, eliminated I my that. way through. I didn't know that. I. <laughs> I'm you, sorry. He's not a true friend. I'm sorry. Anyways, I just heard the album, so I'll let you go since you're <clears throat> a bigger Jay Z fan than I am, and I'm. That doesn't mean I'm not one. You're just right. I'm. I'm. Yeah. The the greatest rapper alive released his thirteenth album. 444 and upon first listen i first impressions i was i I enjoyed it it was great Mm -hmm. and so the more you sit on it have you listened to lemonade i'm just curious what's that okay we'll go to hell go on yes of course i listen to lemonade okay and it's obvious it's very apparent that queen bay had something to do something to do with with this album Uh uh-huh tell us more I don't want to sound too excited because I feel bad. No, that I didn't sound get excited. <laughs> get over it. I'm over it. I cried myself to sleep for a week. It's fine. No, oh, there's so much gold here. There like, is. There, there is. There's so much. There's so much commentary. Like, and you can always tell when something is gonna make an impact or is making the impact because of how much you hear on both sides of an argument. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard the good, the bad, and the ugly, and that alone I take into consideration in terms of how I receive it. Not like my opinion on the music and the quality right. of the lyrics, but more so on what this means as like a cultural type of, you know, tool, contribution. vehicle. Yes, contribution. And so I already know that it's doing its job. I'm not sure what Jay-Z's inten- intentions were for what it was going to mean to society, but like it's... it's okay, it's so made- let's look at it as a, like when I first dropped, I don't think I had, I don't think a lot of people had heard it yet. Um, you hadn't heard it either because I hadn't said it Because you're a piece of garbage, yes. <laughs> so, but when we look at it as an outside marketing tool, it's very interesting because right after they had Blue, they had that tour together. Right. And then after that, had some time, then she drops Lemonade. Right. And then she's pregnant again a little bit after that. And then he drops his solo album. And it's like, you guys plan your life so freaking well that you are so good at hiding everything and just keeping yourselves together in a way that we don't really know what's going on until you all tell us. But the way they like structure this, so it's like, 
we know what we're going to hear in Lemonade and you're going to tell us what happened, whether you wrote it or not. Obviously, it has some kind of connection to who you are and who you are as an artist. And then your husband is going to release the truth, the other side of what it Gosh, was. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God, when you just think of it on the outside scope, it's insane yes. to really look at. People will be studying this relationship like in schools. I hope so. I mean, I know at UT they had a Pretty Beyonce sure. Rihanna class for like a feminism class, which sounded amazing. So it would not be be far-fetched to get yeah, this no, full I'm blown and then blue ivy a freaking blue ivy she, she just took out like three quarters of all the soundcloud Bruh. rappers out there for real i saw a tweet i retweeted <laughs> before i even heard it it said blue ivy greater than logic i was so dead <laughs> i retweeted it and then i hadn't even heard the freestyle but i liked the logic there like i was just yeah. like okay i could agree i can get down with this and then i heard the freestyle and i was like oh my fucking god yeah. I yeah. wish we could play the whole thing because it's only like 30 seconds and I'm yeah. going to buy that, what is it, extended deluxe version, oh, I think, yeah. that he has a deal with Best Buy or somebody to release. But I love it. It was so cute. Anyways, I wasn't expecting to get to the Blue Ivy portion until oh, later I'm on. Sorry. I'm sorry. But I wanted to, like, there's so many moments in this album and there's so many things to address and I actually put it next to the Black China because I... um like Rob situation because that's also considered like cheating shitty relationships and so yeah. this is the same it. thing but it's like obviously the opposite and it's interesting how we view women cheating versus men cheating right and so like obviously there's been tons of slut shaming black china which you don't need to do but with jay-z all the fellas are like oh we can cheat now because yeah. he cheated on b i'm like boy if you don't get out of yeah. here <laughs> Like, ugh, it's just very interesting to see that standard where it's like, oh, but y'all won't say the same thing for, you know, this other situation. I don't know if you thought of that, but I thought of that even just writing up this episode. Well, no, I didn't think of it in that regard. I thought about it. Um, obviously, they're in. They were in different situations, Rob and Jay Z. But mm -hmm. that's how I was looking at it. At how the men were, you know, behaving themselves or, or carrying their, you know, whatever. Like what they really wanted to do and right. how they resolved it or how they took action. And obviously, you know, Jay-Z is a little bit older, but <clears throat> Rob is the type of person who will be counterproductive in, you know, healing himself right. as an individual. But that'll probably turn around and get him a lot of money in some weird way. It'll lose way him a lot, but it'll yeah. get him some in other right. ways. No, no, no. I think in the long run, yeah. But it's just like, gosh, it... it, it it doesn't make sense to me that that's the kind of thing that's like flooding our headlines. And then, you right. know, Jay-Z handled it completely differently. But obviously. it is also interesting. I don't know. There's so many different things <clears throat> that I appreciated in this album. But it's also just crazy to think about, like, this guy's 40-something now and you're barely able to admit all your bullshit you've been doing for how damn long. And yeah. you've been with her since she was 21 and your lyrics say that she was more mature than you. Then it's like, what standard are we holding men to that women are always more mature? Do we actually mature faster or do we just hold women to a different standard than men? And men d don't have to deal with their bullshit until they're called out or their wife's about to leave them with their baby. Right. No, that's so some, it's that's like, that's what shit. I. Men ain't shit is the bottom line. You know. Thank I, you. I, I that's know. all. The yeah. podcast is over. Everybody, thanks for listening. This is our final episode. No, but real um, men know that when a man says men ain't shit, if they're real about it, then they're like. They okay, know. They know it ain't about them, maybe. But in the long run, it's like. 
thank you, Dre, for this album for saying, yo, I messed up and I shouldn't have done this and I should treat women women better. And I was emotionless with so many women, which I think so many dudes are now because they just want to keep doing whatever they want. Whew. Anyways, yeah. what are your favorite parts about this album as a whole? Um, So many. I can't go through every... I mean, I really... Or lyrics, significant lyrics. I really like Bam with uh, Damian Marley. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a great album. Like, I... I you can listen to it. Like, you can actually listen to the album. Mm -hmm, as a whole. It, yeah, the production on it is, is... I know some people weren't crazy about it. They were probably expecting a few bangers here and there or something. No, but, I, oh like, my God, I like it as a whole. The, the, the production from No ID. It's, I think the, the production level of it matches the maturity of Jay-Z's lyrics. Even though I might not agree with everything he says, and some of right. those lyrics came off a little bit, you know, I, I, I didn't receive them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, perfectly or whatever, but I think um, as as you know, n no ID Hove and his whole team or whatever as creators, like this is a really dope album. It is, and yeah. a tour was just announced, and he'll yes. be here in Dallas, I believe, November sixth. I could be yes. wrong. It's somewhere around that. there. Yeah. So um, if you got that, and, and it's also good for his title streaming service because if you got it, you could already get the presale tickets. I'm eye rolling at titles so hard. <laughs> um. But yeah, pretty excited about that. Don't know if I'll go to the tour. But Why not? Why wouldn't you go? Because I saw him with Beyonce already, and I need but to save my budget because <laughs> there's a lot of tours coming. Um, I actually would like to, but we'll see. Is somebody else coming through that you can't? I don't know. One Kendrick Lamar is coming this Friday. Ooh. Stop being the devil. Um, Kendrick's coming, and he has a, a pop-up shop that yes. he's doing. I think that's cool, and it's going to be at Black Market. Yeah, good shot. Big shout-out to the good people at Black Market. Um, it's going to be the first pop-up, so I kind of want to just go because I know it's going to be cool to look at. Even well, you though... should go now. They're camping out already. No, they aren't. So they are. Who? I drove by. I all don't the, have time for that. I like brands. to get I'm sleep. I'm just telling you. Anyways, I'm going to be at the concert on Friday, so I'm sure they'll have the same stuff. Stunning. Why show. are you low-key stunting right now? I'm, I'm not even at the is show. It, I have busted cheap-ass <laughs> tickets because I'm a poor you have tickets. I have tickets. But I'm saying like I'm not stunting because I might not even see him because I'm on the side of the stage. <laughs> like I got the cheap tickets because I just want to be in his presence. Um, anyways, yay for 44. I'm going to keep listening to it. As is everybody, I think. Yay, Blue Ivy for stealing the show. Yeah. She's never seen a ceiling in her whole life. Yeah. So she's officially signed Boom, to Rock shaka, Nation. Boom, shaka, laka. Yes, she's great. Um, <laughs> and, you know, B is now just at home probably playing with the kids. Now yeah. her... It, it, I also, sorry, I know we've been talking about this too long, but it made me feel like they're more human as opposed to like this perfect entity that's just rich billionaires that are killing everything they do. It made them more human to me, which I also really appreciated. And yeah. like him talking about his lesbian mom, sorry, we didn't even get into that, but like that's yeah. so pivotal. Like this yeah. dude was raised that's by a, a lesbian deal, woman yeah. and he's this king of hip hop rap and like all these dudes are like, Ooh, there's so much to be said. We could probably keep going for the next episode, but we are going to jump into our interview, and that is all we have for the juice this week. In the studio with us, we have some very important culture creators from here in Dallas, Texas, the founders of Kixpo. Kixpo is the premier sneaker and streetwear lifestyle event that will be taking place at the Fair Park Tower building, July 22nd for its 10th year anniversary. Yippee! We have with us Juan Carlos and Steven, a.k.a. Nuke and Info, as well as our very own Rafael Tamayo, a.k.a. 
Exile, who you'll keep learning is a man of many talents. But welcome to The Colores Radio, the Kixpo crew. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. So as we start, I said it briefly, but what is Kixpo? Um, Kixpo is a celebration of the culture that is uh, revolves around sneakers. Um, we all come from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. but one of the things uh, that really brought us together, and when I say we, I'm talking about Ralph and Steven, uh, one of the things that really brought us together was our um, interest in uh, in sneakers. And so it just so happened that you know we like same style of music, same kind of clothes, basically, but we all like, we everything started with a foundation of sneakers. And so uh, we just had this idea back in 06 to say, hey, let's just celebrate that here in Dallas. We need something like that in Dallas. Do you think someone would show up? And we just started building in the lab. And 2007, we launched our first event. Anyway, yeah. And so it's basically just a celebration of culture that revolves around sneakers. And uh, the people that it brings out are from all walks of life. Very cool. So, which leads me to my next question. I know you covered it just a little bit there. Was Oops. how did no, no, you're good. How did it begin? Where did y'all meet? It was right here. <laughs> it was in, yes. It was in this room. Man. The lovely trio. <laughs> I, I've never met these guys. We've oh, really? You don't know each other? For a long time. So even before sneakers, we were <clears throat> heavy into music. We all emceed. We were with different cool. rap crews, if you will, around. Were you guys Dallas battling against each other? Yeah. It wasn't much of a battle. It wasn't much of a battle. Yeah, it, it was the winner. Wasn't, it wasn't much of a battle. You were absolutely Uh-oh. I'm going to make y'all. another battle right now. Somebody no. drop a beat. I can't. I can Google it. Nah, so we were we were all listening to hip hop. We were all making music, um, and then just certain things happened, and we just happened to be around. I know I'd see Ralph at shows. Um, we actually met. I guess Coca Cola came to Dallas. Oh, and tried to do this big urban like try to get all the Coca-Cola? break dancers and MCs and producers getting together, that co- getting that coke so money. We were Bruh. all kind of, and it's funny today to. to there's God, a lot of people crazy. in Dallas culture today that were sitting in that same room that And we that never was met. what year would you say? Probably 99. 99. Wow, yeah. so way before y'all even thought about this concept. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're in some dusty hot warehouse room that's probably like a a chic bo- boutique now in oh Deep Ellum. I mean, yeah. honestly, probably. <laughs> chic boutique. Yeah, anyway, and um and I yeah, I met Steven. There was a cipher. We jumped in. Ooh, and then uh, about few months later a few weeks later we we actually saw ralph at some cypher some battles you were like he's garbage yeah who's this kid who's this young <laughs> whippersnapper yeah. <laughs> and then uh, probably like 2000 right yeah because i was yeah. i was in high school still oh, um, Graduate <laughs> class of 01 oh my god yeah and then so since then we all like kind of linked up and started doing music together and we formed a group called hypnotic tunes and we were all kind of were a, y'all a drinking crew. hypnotic though no nah, this was pre-hypnotic before hypnotic. Okay. they bit our serious and uh, yeah, we toured, we did shows, we went around, did uh, did performances here and, and outside of the state, and then I kind of came up with the idea. At the time, sneakers were were becoming huge, and but the only place you can go to like a sneaker expo would be New York and LA, right. like the sneaker capitals. And so we said, hey, why do you have to go there? There's there's a lot of culture here in Dallas. Let's do something and see what happens. And uh, yeah, we we met at Keller's Burgers off of Keller's uh, Cactus Jacks. Cactus Jacks. Is yeah. it still there? It's not there. It's no not there another. <clears throat> There's a Taco Bell there now. So Ew! We, don't I, go I there, always, y'all. I mentioned that because Taco Bell is good food when you're not super. 
Agreed. So. Uh, <laughs> it will chase me for the rest yeah, of my life. It will. It will. Well, I think you should go there to celebrate the 10th year of Kexpo. Ke- wow. To Taco Bell? Yes, just for the hell of it. <laughs> Anyways, so y'all, y'all just started working out this idea, saying we don't have it here in this area, but it's big in the East and West Coast. Yeah, and at the time there were five of us, right, planning this, and uh, there's two people that didn't really have the stomach. So for like it. Destiny's oh. Child. Yeah, they they didn't have the <laughs> same trajectory. Oh, think about makes it. Makes sense. So they I, bounced, I'm into you know, it. Survival yeah. of the fittest and whatnot. And uh, so yeah, <laughs> so then we came up with some really silly ideas and names for it. We we um, please. What are the outtakes? Tell us. Please gonna... give us the number one rejected. Wait 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 wait. Oh, oh my God. came up with. This will haunt him for so the let, rest pre- of his let life. Let me preface. Can I preface real quick? <laughs> Go preface. for it. This was entirely a joke no this was this was 100 percent a joke mind you okay whenever we have ideas and we would come together nuke loves brackets Uh so anything if he's like oh snap we're trying to figure out where to eat let me make a bracket bracket he's ready for march madness he had this he set up this bracket and we all had ideas oh my god i'm scared this is all false (laughs) <laughs> at this oh, time being this slandered. was pre-bracket but we were sitting at Keller's oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were thinking of names and we came up with I think Kicks Position Ooh. we came up with I, I can't remember all of the names but the, the one that stood out the most was Shoe Betcha <laughs> bruh that, and, and uh, to this day he was, he was a joke you sound like Michael Scott Shoe Betcha <laughs> Oh my pretty, god! Can think you about it? Think about it, though. No, please. I think it's you dope. were serious. It was shoe it was, betcha. It was shot like, hey, down. are you getting the new Jordans? Shoe betcha. It sounds like a really good infomercial. <laughs> it, golly. But it's shoe stood, betcha. It's still brought up ten years later. So. Yes, agreed. So it's relevant. Yeah. Shoe betcha. I mean, it's not in, <laughs> not in a positive light. Like, yeah. Would it have it's gotten to ten years if it was Ugh, called shoe betcha? Not, like before the, uh, the doors shoe, open on the first day. Show up. Oh my gosh. So that's the story of y'all meeting. Y'all just kind of started talking more. Yeah, I don't remember how frequent we were meeting, but um, there were some pretty interesting conversations on what we should do, where we should have it, you right. know, what type of um, people were we looking to uh, promote the event to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the social media wasn't around then, so it was Didn't just exist. straight up flyers and where to put flyers and, and how do we capture message this boards? audience. And yeah, yeah, online message boards uh, wow. for sure. Uh, was a big piece of it and then um yeah we said we're gonna do it and uh we put our own money in first show was actually free to the nice. general public and we didn't know what to expect and we had what 800 people to the doors we stopped counting at 800 yeah we stopped Jeez. counting at 800. we ran out of fire marshals shut us down people were dying passed out because it was exhaustion. too hot yeah that was the very first one very first one. yeah and yeah. where was that at tomcats and deep, deep Ellum. Ellum. nice R.I.P. Is it still yeah. around? No, it's, Dang, it's everything's R.I.P. that y'all yeah. took. No. It's Ooh. now a, a chic art, Stop. art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> that one probably actually is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So then Yogurt. from then on out, y'all have obviously maintained a great friendship. And well, oh, que la madre, yeah. never mind. Okay, well, they're still in the same room. Wait, so where are you going? Okay. Come back. No, these, guys, these guys are my brothers, and we've been through hell and back. We've we've seen each other, 
you know, grow up and start families and get married and, and all that. And so it's been it's been huge. And it's not just us three. I mean, obviously, as things started to build, uh, we started bringing other members into the fold. Uh, so we are the founders, but it's not just us. There's right. a, a, it's a big conglomerate crew. of individuals, uh, nice. a lot of friends, a lot of family, a lot of people that have just been down from the call since the beginning. They would just show up, start setting up tables. We didn't even know. We're like, who's this yeah. dude, like, setting up tables? It's and, Ralph. Uh, like, sweating, sweeping <laughs> the floors, like... Yeah, going to get our dry cleaning. Who is this? And uh, yeah, and so for real, what? I'm like, bro, medium press. No, but seriously, I mean, it was kind of like they were interning. I mean, in a way, and um, and we respected that, and they gained our respect, and uh, we we have a pretty interesting process for bringing new members into the. What are you talking about? uh, So I can get in. Can I get in? Well, do I have to get jumped with sneakers? No. Ooh, you told her? Wait, I, got to, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Did you like that? <laughs> I'm all scared now. Never mind. Um, so what would y'all say are your biggest moments, uh, biggest moments as a whole or of success that you've seen? Um, I think reaching the 10-year mark is probably that number is one up there. Big moment for sure. Because um, this is really grassroots. We, like Steven said, our first few events were free. We would put our own money into it. Most of the times we would barely break even. Um, so it wasn't like we were going out to become billionaires behind mm-hmm. this. Um, I think another portion is the guests that we've brought in, mm, the yeah. connections that we've made. So now uh, social media, you can reach out to anybody and see what's going on in their life. But prior to 06, 07, that really wasn't the case. Uh, I think people are still on MySpace. Or, Ooh, I don't know. Kidla. That and so, about right. yeah, and so, um, like, we brought down Ronnie. Ronnie Fye. Ronnie Fye. We brought down Mayer. Frank the Butcher. Uh, Frank Stally, the Butcher. Stali. Greg Street. Nice. Sean Price. Rest in peace. Uh, just a bunch of people that, that we looked up to, mm-hmm. and we were able to bring them to the consumers, to the public, to be able to meet and interact with, with them. And so... I think that's probably like number one and number two as far as uh, on my list. I don't know if these guys have anything different. The Can biggest thing for me would be, <clears throat> I guess, the household name. Like a lot of we always yes. hear, you know, Kixpo is it, it. It's a great name. I'm not gonna lie to you. But, um, <laughs> shoe but, uh, it is. You know, <laughs> and um, no, but I mean, we hear ties. like, we hear like hey, I went to the Kixpo in in Oregon, or I oh, went. Wow. And we're like, we didn't have a show there, and so they they just us, you know, since it was a sneaker show, they would. Are we the refer Google to it as a Kixpo? <laughs> uh, so that's been cool, and obviously the connections we've met uh, and, and formed a lot of relationships uh, outside of sneakers through you know the Kixpo movement, which has been really cool to see. Nice. And one more thing I like to add is um, the brands that have come out of Dallas and Texas in general. Um, uh, clothing brands and things like that. We've seen them from their infancy up, you know, they've gone through this bell curve of of existence and we've seen them, you know, rise to their pinnacles and then either faded away, gone into other things or continued on. And I think that was really cool to see that something was homegrown in our region. We were able to help propel, not that we had anything to do with their creativity, but we were able to provide a platform for brands that either they moved on to something other than what they're doing now, something bigger, or just moved on to something else, but still gave them that opportunity. Definitely helped to, them. Yeah, because, um, again, pre, pre-Shopify pre days, you know, mm-hmm. it was either you got into a big store or mm-hmm. you sold at our yeah. event, and so most people would be able to sell our events. Yeah. Very cool. And when you talk about building up the culture, too, like we, over the 10 years, every year we have brand new like groundbreaking yeah. like vendors people that are like hey I, I have some dope designs or i think i'm right. pretty creative let me go into my basement and make some t-shirt designs and then it kind of helps them s- step up because they see the the 
you know the competitive right the competitiveness they see these big brands come out and they will have no setup no tablecloth they'll just have like three shirts on a table yeah. and then they see the brand next to them has like clothes racks and a, and a banner and they're like wow i really need to step it up next time i come out and or then they usually not do it at all right, right? so it's like a kind of like a proving ground if you will definitely and you they've kind of told us a little bit about yeah that. I, I mean all of those things i really one of the big things for me was seeing that kickspo became a noun that was you know that that exceeded our event we right. can just make our, it a verb reach. now. Yeah, so it became a verb. But um, I, I really like seeing what it's done beyond just the sneaker show that we were at the very first Kixpo. And so now, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really cool to see other people's success and being able to measure that in, in the conversation saying that Kixpo had something to do with that. Or like we help, you know, when, when vendors come up to us or they're having a conversation with us and they're more than happy to help us out because they were like, yeah, you helped to get me into like all these stores. Like wow. I, I literally told these people that were willing to invest in me that I was at your show and that I did these things and they're much. like, okay, cool. Right. And then, awesome. you know, and, and just what we've been able to do with the event across the culture, not just for brands, not just for people that are involved in sneaker culture, not just for the musicians, not just for spectators, but ev literally everything that what Kixpo represents can be branched out to. We've found a way to either influence, be a part of, or contribute to in a way that's like blown up way bigger than we would have ever imagined. I mean, there's tons of shows. One of our biggest things in the beginning was making sure that we innovated what we did with the very next show. So we always did something different. We always brought in a, a collaboration or someone who had never been a Dallas. Ronnie Feig, when he was our guest at Kixpo, he had never, he never even considered coming to Texas. And he said, my first time in Texas, in Dallas, was at a Kixpo show. And now he's like doing collaborations with everyone around the world. And he's yeah. like, you know, the Kith shop wow. in New York is a staple in the, in, in the, you know, the scene. But being able to say that in, in terms of what Kixpo has done and how big of a player it's been, like that to me is, is worth so much. Yeah. yeah, that's phenomenal for sure. So why, I know you all kind of mentioned it briefly in different ways, but why do you believe sneakers are such a big part of the culture in general? Because I think when you're like a person of color, especially in the hood, you know sneakers are everything. And why do you think that is? That's just my curiosity mostly. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so I think I alluded to it earlier. I think it starts your, it's like the foundation of whatever you're going to do that day. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, if I'm, I have sneakers that I've, kept dead stock that means i've not worn i'm waiting for the special occasion to break them out I'm a lot of people are like that where <clears throat> is today the day mm -hmm. where i'm gonna undead stock these shoes right and so um i think that goes into it a lot i think it has a lot to do with music because if you were into hip-hop in the late 80s 90s even the 2000s uh fashion was a big deal but at the core of that fashion was sneakers you know you would you would base your whole outfit around what color sneakers or what brand of sneakers you were wearing that day. So if you if you were a hip hop fanatic in the late 80s, 90s, and you wanted to emulate those artists that you were following um, musically, or Jerry Seinfeld, or oh. Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> who, 80s and 90s, oh my god, you you would start there because I mean you couldn't you couldn't um, you couldn't wear an outfit or you couldn't you know base the rest of your day, your, your daily activity right. until you figure that out. And um, I, I'm a huge basketball fan. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, growing up in the 90s as a kid, 
teenager and then watching, you know, the big basketball players, you know, Jordan, Barkley, and seeing what they wore. And I was able to wear what they were wearing on the court. I could wear it and you know at school mm -hmm. the next day or whatever and so i was able to okay so now it's music and it's sports and it's people that i look up to and it's part of fashion so it's all coming together colliding in this big big mash of of uh your being your character and it's based around sneakers so that that's what it is for me you know it represents so many different things Either I don't know the answer any? to that question. I just, I, just like, <laughs> I think you can tell a lot about a person it. by what they're wearing on their feet. I feel like buying shoes is a different purchase than like going to buy a shirt. I, I feel like me personally, there's a lot more time into I'm a little more selective when it comes to buying footwear, mm -hmm. right? Because then the rest of the yeah. the rest of what you wear <laughs> is really based around that. That's the foundation, if you will, to to what you are. And, and to go back to what Nuke said, I mean. It was the same thing, whether you were watching sports or into fashion or or saw the celebrities or watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, and all the shoes, all the crazy stuff he was wearing and rocking and just hip hop culture in general. Uh, you see artists today. I mean, that's the reason why they are, you know, influencers and they get all the latest releases first so that people can see them wearing them. And then that influences them to go out and and purchase, you know, that item. But, um, yeah, I feel like buying a sneaker is a very not intimate thing but a little be. a little yeah. different than, than just going to for me to like buy a shirt or buy a pair of pants so you're like ah, oh, whatever it's a little it's more jeans. serious yeah do you have any yeah, i just feedback? someone asked me once why are shoes so important and i was like because the, the shoes are the most important part of what you're wearing oh i think it yeah i mean i'm not i don't consider myself a sneakerhead but i've always liked shoes a lot yeah so i mean i feel it um so then as you mentioned the hip-hop culture how do you feel about it going mainstream as far as like sneakers and just hip-hop wear and like this line of appropriation we brought up like kendall and kylie earlier where it's like fam you did not grow up with that hip-hop culture shit like yeah i think it's, it definitely kills the culture i get you know they have these culture vultures right that see something that's hot and they want to jump on it even though they have no relation or or no connection to it right and um I don't really get all up in arms because I just don't support it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if people just don't support it and they don't pay it any mind, uh, then you would think it would stop. You it'll hope it have would. Because it. it'll wax and wane, right? And yeah. It'll kind of cycle out, I believe. Um, like, uh, for example, <clears throat> like I have a son, right? And he doesn't care about sneakers. Even though I have boxes and boxes of sneakers everywhere, he could care less. He'll wear flip-flops all day. How funny. Uh, yeah, and so it's, 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 I think, based on your own personal interests and your and and what it is that you really want to be associated with um like you said earlier um cultural pro appropriation or whatever if like what steven said you don't pay attention to it you don't give any validity to it they're going to find the next thing and then forget about you so why would i get upset right maybe yeah. that's me maybe i'm too apathetic i don't know because to me i'm like i wish it was like that but it's like they're related to Kanye and he has some of the biggest shoes right now. So they're going to keep being a part of it, even though it's like, are y'all really a part of it? Or you're making yourselves a part of it because you have that mm -hmm. relation and you have that access to the newest Yeezys before they come out. You know, maybe right. that's me being salty. Well, I don't yeah, know. And you but. don't know the intent, right? I mean, Oh, we know. Oh, we know it then. Well, I mean, <laughs> we know yeah, it Yeah, But you know, it, it's easy to say you understand the intent, but I mean, just think of the culture today and what social media has created in that, not saying there's there's a ton of posers, right? I know people personally that Why have are you pointing that, <laughs> that, that like borrow their friends like really expensive sneakers just so they can stunt for the gram, Dang. but you know they're not theirs, right? So it's like why, you know? And that's how I look at you know the there's Kylie and Kendall thing, right? Yeah. 
or people that rent sneakers for the gram. <laughs> yes. Wowza. That's interesting. So then where and what do you I feel like you feel like you can't say anything, but we want your no, input. I, I'm, I'm I mean, these guys, we've these are conversations that we've had yeah. all the right. time and we have all the time. But we told know, him it, to wait for the show. And then he said, no, let's <laughs> talk about it now. Oh, yeah, no, but wow. you know, you talk about it and it's like, you know, the, with with Yeezy's shoe and it's it, it's about an individual and what they like. And, and, you know, and for the majority is for what it represents. And so I personally, aesthetically, not a big fan of that shoe, but that doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't. I mean, but you got two pairs already. I did, yeah. I okay. had to. Wow, honestly. Yeah, because because of the hype. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's what I'm saying though. <laughs> like honestly, that's what it is. Like you know, I could hate a shoe, but if there's hype around it, someone who doesn't have their mind and you know and you know doesn't have their mind right, they're gonna see something different behind what it represents and say, I need those for whatever reason. And that's where I think you you start to see that gray area where it's like, well, what is this doing to the culture? It How is weird. Is, yeah. I mean, even with like, I think of myself where I'm like, when I was a kid and I really liked Missy Elliott, I went and bought Adidas, which like obviously already happened with Run DMC. Right? And like, yeah. it's a cycle in a sense, but it was like, I didn't see a lot of kids with Adidas. That was just me because I was into hip hop and I was into that culture. Right. I wish I had a tracksuit and could be the dancing little girl in the video. You know what I mean? So it is like, I know he and I have discussed it. This like the hood is in now and it's just like, what the hell? And so that's where it does get kind of frustrating. Cause when you were a kid and you're made fun of this shit and now it's in and everybody's doing it. It's like, where do we draw that line? Can we really be apathetic yeah. all the time? Cause it won't go away if you don't say anything, but that's, you know, a whole nother argument in general. But so where do you see sneaker and streetwear culture going in the future? Um, on the, for the sneaker culture stuff, I don't know. For sneakers, I would just say it's it's it seems a little played. It seems like there's nothing new under the sun. It's very rare that something drops. I mean, just recently the Vapor Max, which is a, a new like silhouette Nike's come up with, has been really dope. But outside of that, you're you're they're repurposing the same Jordans just with different colorways, which are sitting on the shelves, and now. they're sitting on the shelves wow. now, and, and and yep. it's just insane and. And people are taking advantage, and yeah, it's, it's not. I, I mean, as far, as far as the streetwear stuff goes, I feel like there's some innovators, and then there's people that just recycle, reuse, repeat, and um, and I think that's always going to happen. I, I the, the saying "there's nothing new under the sun." I truly believe that, and that how different can people be? I think if somebody tries to be too different, it's looked at as what the heck. But if they take something and they they're inspired by it. Um, if they do it the right way, I feel like people can can accept it. But I've seen some really dope streetwear stuff come out lately. I, I don't really see that dying. I feel like they're taking pieces from high fashion right. and 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 uh, translating that to like urban and like streetwear culture and um, vice versa. So that's cool to see and vice versa, vice versa. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty dope to see. Um, as far as the sneakers, I think more. Um, I'm a I'm a function over. Uh, aesthetics yeah mm -hmm. function over fashion so i look at what the sneaker can do before i look at i mean it has to look nice right can i, walk in can I yeah <laughs> can i can i dunk in these oh my god um how fast can i run um so i'm looking i look at the technology or try to figure out the technology um one of my favorite things as a kid was when you would buy a new pair of jordans in the box was a card and in the card it would have a um uh, what is it called a blow up drawing 
illustration oh, of the sneaker, of the sneaker yeah. and it would show exactly. you all the different innovations and the different parts of it and i would study that you know like okay this is what they did and how they did it whatever right and then i would look at the sneaker and try to figure out you know where it was in the shoe or whatever so i was always tech technology and advancement progressive guy and so i'm always curious to see okay steven mentioned the vapor max okay this is the pinnacle of uh, running shoes right now for nike what else can they do? And I know they're trying to break the two-hour mark in the marathon, and they came really, really oh, close, wow. I think within a few minutes, just a few seconds probably of it. And so I'm always curious to see what the technology is going to be. Um, a lot of kids that buy sneakers and resell them don't care about that because they're worried about who the shoe is attached to and what does it look like and what colorway. Um, but I look at the actual functionality first. And as far as streetwear, I think it's becoming more accessible to the person. Like Stephen said, there's a person – even though we don't have basements in Texas. I don't know why he mentions that every time. But they're in their basement or they're in their mom's garage, whatever, and they, they're, they're printing up shirts on their own or they're having, you know, they're, they're taking their ideas from sketch to product. And uh, some of it is really, really dope. And I think the accessibility and the ability for, for artists to make clothing that reflects what's going on in their minds and bringing it to the public, to the forefront, I think that's what's most exciting as far as streetwear to me. Very cool. Agree. All right. Thank <laughs> you for that feedback. Mid sip. Um, so, I don't. It might just be the obvious, but sneaker culture in general is mostly male dominated, right? So, yes. why would you say it isn't more accepting of women? Is it just the obvious, like they don't belong here? This is a man-run thing, or um, are guys just that? crazy oh yeah. crap uh, uh it's fine crazy it. about <laughs> stuff where I, I don't really understand why women haven't gravitated towards it as much um but we i i feel that we are kind of um not breaking the mold but we've recognized over the past maybe four seasons four years that it's not just men and so we've tried to incorporate women as much as we possibly can and i think this year i think we are doing probably our best and maybe not the best we can do, but the best that we've done in the past 10 years of having the different um, panel. We had a panel a few years ago and it was just men, right? And these are people that are important in the sneaker industry in 2010-ish and it only took seven years, whoops. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, now we have a panel just of women and that are important cool. in the sneaker culture. And so um, why men gravitate towards collecting sneakers more than women it's probably a genetic thing i think we're just hardwired to just be more gullible to buy a bunch of stuff like that um but i think there is a a true uh niche or a group of females or women excuse me that um also they also appreciate the aesthetic the functionality the technology the look the comfort whatever it is that we all like they also find the same same interest in sneakers and the culture that's around it and I will say, too, I think a lot has to do with, with the brand. Did I just I ramble? I feel like Nike mm -hmm. and the other brands really catered to, to women. So they would have, they would come out in kids' sizes, but it would still be male colorways. You know, your right. your dark reds, your dark blues, no really like pastel or pinks or, oh, or whatever. Oh. Like it was all, you know, black and red, white, blue, whatever. Um, there actually was a petition. And so we know a ton of of ladies online that are repping really strong for the, the ladies and have for quite some time. And they actually had a petition. I don't remember how long ago it was, but to come out with 
dope colorways specific for women to in, purchase in, in famous silhouettes and in, in famous silhouettes yeah and and probably over the past four or five years you've really seen it turn to where they're yeah. coming out with some female colorways that are like <laughs> dope like no, you're yeah. like yo I mentioned, can i get this in a mail you I mentioned that on a podcast yeah. i remember and um and so i, I think this that's a piece podcast. of it too wow for sure <laughs> but there's a i mean there's a there's a decent size presence like even whenever i go to sneaker shows it's not just a, Dude, a, a male or a male that had to drag his his significant other to the show uh you know why he obsesses I think over for sneakers. me it's not even just a genetic thing or a colorways thing or whatever it's like we're interested if we felt more welcomed, welcomed right we would oh, be yeah. there and that's well, it. yeah if you look at like when you look at some of the marketing like it's it's almost like i i i know that i would see a Jordan shoe or, or a running shoe or a, just a male athlete shoe way before I see a Serena Williams shoe. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. And so it's not so much that I wouldn't want to see a Serena shoe because some of the some of those silhouettes are really dope. And some of those colors, I've always been a fan of, of, of you know, of women's sneakers. I own mm -hmm. so many of them. And it's like, well, yeah, you, you look at don't just look at what what the interest is. You know the people that are putting these out like what is their marketing where where are their efforts directed and there's a reason for that so right. what what is the data telling them like why is it that this is where you know the plan is devised to to target this particular group for sure no i mean even i know pat didn't you have some boy jordans yeah. i had some oh, like boy jordans I like it didn't matter we just bought shit because we wanted to have right. these so it and, really and is it, just it, like and it really stinks that it has to be a, a a trend or a marketing campaign that really reaches out to women when like you said you guys have been a part of the culture just not been welcomed into it so welcome right. thanks Oh yeah. oh yeah, her stuff she is was, killing right now. She yeah. was the she was Fenty. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so her her line was named number one sneaker by yeah, footwearnews.com, right. yeah, right. yeah. which is a big publication. Oh, yeah, she had some cool stuff. Yeah. There are a lot of like a over lot of Yeezy and all that other stuff. I liked Solange's shoes. Those were kind of weird. The elevators? The yeah, elevators? but those just were... Over the Yeezys. What? They were... Oh, my God. The Solange elevators? Solange had some a few years ago. <laughs> Solange elevators? Stop. What are they called? They They're were like... <laughs> they were... <laughs> They're not called the They were like Pumas. They were oh, Puma okay. too. Stop. I'm not even going to uh, elevate your elevator. Um, anyways. Next question. Push the stop button. Uh. <laughs> so how does one now that we're discussing this how does one step up their sneaker game ooh, ooh. pat basically um, no, i'm just kidding just for well I, I will start by saying just going back to the last topic um we did connect with a group of uh, female sneaker bloggers called chicks and kicks um Very cool. cnk daily cnk daily on instagram uh, Channing uh, runs that. She was supposed to be here, but she's actually in Chicago working oh, uh, on a sneaker event. And so we kind of partnered. It's partnered an all-female sneaker it's event all by Nike. Sneaker. And they have, the they have awesome. reps all over, and, and they have a dope blog. And so if you're a lady and you're looking for the latest releases or, you know, any kind of sneaker news, uh, check them out because they are for sure the best. My wife is not into sneakers at all, and she was on their Instagram Aww. the other day and sent me a screenshot like, hey, so, so she's Give checking these, for them. Uh. Yeah. yeah, so which is, which is dope. And so 
we 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 do have a panel, and so it's called Women in Sneaker I'll Culture. I'll only be there for that hour. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, that will be held during uh, the Kickspo event. Um, so we're we're extremely excited about That's that. Awesome. It will be everybody can listen. It's not like you don't have to have a special ticket. Um, and we have a, a pretty good group of of panelists, so it should be very interesting. Very cool. And to step up our sneaker game. Oh yes, going back to that. Um, <laughs> I would say um, wear what you like. Don't wear what's... Don't be a poser. Yeah, don't be a high beast. Wear what you like, what's comfortable. Um, I'm big on comfort, y'all. Yes. And so, um, like I said, I will still wear, if I could, and my wife would let me, I would still wear big, bulky basketball oh shoes from God, the 90s. Oh, my how funny. With huge swooshes Stop. and Velcro straps. Well, he still wears it. God bless your it. wife. <laughs> yeah. When she's not around, he still yeah. wears it. Um, that's what I would, would wear because that's what I like. And... A lot of the stuff that I have stacked up in my um, sneaker room. Oops. Ooh. Um, stunt, stunt um, alert. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't like because I like different kind of silhouettes, different kind of materials. Um, uh, Nike had a considered line a few years ago where it was uh, a lot of it was a like a basketball sneaker, but in lead, like high end leather, uh, look like a homemade looking, uh, not a homemade. <laughs> what am I talking about? Wow. A handmade, homemade, handmade, <laughs> uh, a handmade leather looking. Um, material leather looking no leather sounds good leather. yeah leather. roll with it i'm rolling leather. yeah leather <laughs> Stressed out. anyway so a lot of the stuff that i like a lot of people wouldn't like and i'm okay with that because that's what i like it's, wearing yeah your personal taste so yeah. i would i would say be true to yourself before you try to stunt on some on someone else to get gram likes Hey. Yeah. Snaps. Well, well, one way to step up your sneaker game is to attend Kixpo on Ooh. July 26th. There you go. At the Tower I was waiting building. for it. I was like, oh, wow. But, um, but I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I mean, one thing we've tried to do is set ourselves apart because there's sneaker shows every weekend nowadays. Like every podunk town in America has a sneaker show of some kind. Has a it's really gotten out of hand. Has <laughs> Not a Kixpo, Kixpo, but yeah. they have a And so... so Fixpo. Fake Kixpo. <laughs> Ooh, suspect. Okay, yeah. that sounds kind of good. I might need to be there. <laughs> please don't. Do please not don't buy Kixpo sneakers from Trader's, Trader's Village. I'm going to yeah. wear my Waraches. <laughs> I broke my ankle from Trader's Village sneakers. Stop. <laughs> I need to hear that story later. No, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Well, you don't you don't have to be a, a huge sneakerhead. I don't want anybody to be put off. I mean, Kixpo is about culture, just urban culture, music, uh, fashion, streetwear, sneakers, accessories, just the scene in Dallas. I mean, if you, it's the place to be, you won't be intimidated if you come up there in some some vans or some changlas or something like hey, that. You'll be good. But I'm um, going um, then. You know, and and it's about the experience. You're not just coming there just to strictly buy sneakers. You can pick up some accessories. We'll have some people selling jewelry, cool. people selling clothes, uh, the whole nine. And what so kind come of, out. What kind of snacks do we have? Uh, there'll be some food trucks. Flag there'll stuff. be uh, <laughs> plenty of, of beverages. I'm going to get hungry. Some warachis. funnel cakes. Not quite yet. What so the I'm heck? Not, That's I'm way specific, Pat. <laughs> oh, I was like, um, why are you saying funnel cakes? Um, same, honestly. I would. <laughs> all right. So what are each of your favorite or dream sneaker to own that you do not have? Mm. Mm. I have one. I think Rafa knows it. Mm. You should oh, know it. Yeah. I've told you this. Yeah, I do. Favorite sneaker or dream sneaker to own? Yes. Or both? Both. AKA your okay. grail. Ooh. 
Uh, I've never given that much thought. I have a, a grail list. Like a list I've never given it that, that much thought. But, but I, I have, have a list. <laughs> what? Well, not on one. Huh? Like one like magical sneaker that's like that Like it, when you dream at night, this sneaker is floating in the air. What you see there? Um, I would say Galaxy Foam Posit is one of my all-time really favorite. I never knew that. Wow, can I Google it, y'all? Because you said Galaxy, and that's the oh, phone. Well, I, that's how much it costs. I guess One I Galaxy. thought it was the the Delos, but you have those already. Yeah. So you, you made that a reality Galaxy real quick. Foam? Galaxy Foam, foam positive. Not P O S I T. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the Delos. Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple. Oh, it looks like a galaxy. Interesting. I'm surprised those I didn't, my didn't we, I have an air didn't freshener we raffle my truck. off a pair That's of the those? closest I have to that is I have an air freshener hanging from my nose. <laughs> um, do you want to say anything else from your list that you did like not have? There's like way too many, so I, that's the one I... That's from his phone posit yeah. list. Yeah, from my phone posit <laughs> Just the phone yeah. posits, that's number one. Oh, I think I, mine uh, would be a pair of Nike Air Force 180s that Charles Barkley wore oh probably... Oh, my God. 1992 they were like super high tops and they were new book black with purple like that bulky shoe yeah they were even taller than that oh my god yeah that's the mid top there was a tall yeah that is i have not been able to see find uh find that shoe oh i'm gonna pray for you thank you you can get them make your dreams come true. yes finally (laughs) my life will be complete (laughs) and rafa I've always, ever since uh, my Griner Oak Cliff days, I've always wanted the what? 13, Yellow the black and red. What? The what? The 13? Jordan 13s, black and red. Um, and I had wanted the undefeated Nike Dunks for a long time, and then I had finally gotten them a few Ooh. years ago. Mm. A big thank you to my, my partner over wow, here. Double retail? what a friend. Info. No, he actually gave them to me for retail. What? That is another thing. So there is this entire tell us, market. Tell us these rules b- we don't know because I need to know these little retail things. Retail just means is, it's retail the box price. Right. Yeah. That, that one I know. Right. And then there's resale, which is the crazy amount. entire market that exists because of the hype. Jeez. That has been the coolest thing to say. It's a double-edged sword because the is. resellers are everywhere. And so you they have are. these people that go out and they pay people and they, they secure a ton of pairs of these of sneakers that release. And so if you're... That are hyped. Look, that are, well, some yeah, that are hyped. And so if you try to go to the store to get them, you, you miss out, even though you really wanted them and you were going to wear them. But it's strictly for profit. And so that's tough because you have to pay more for a sneaker that you can normally get in a store. But um, the cool thing is there's this younger generation of resellers. They're like entrepreneurs. Really them to be entrepreneurs. Like yeah. It's cool to go to wow. these shows and see these 12-year-old kids haggling over a pair of shoes and like, and man, now you're hustling me. Cash no, I looked backpack. online and these are actually priced at, like, you're like, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty, mm-hmm. that, that's been the coolest thing to, uh, to see through, through this whole Kixpo thing, for sure. And then there's Inforeds. Double retail. <laughs> There's this urban legend that I There's sold not a pair legend. of sneakers to somebody. It's not legend if you've been charged double, double retail. Double retail. It's an urban for, legend. Who's lying? Used. Well, I two mean, of us. Well, I mean, <laughs> Steve. Faces are getting red in here. I don't was know what the one that said it was an urban legend. We didn't say that. There's an urban legend. Yes. Who do I trust anymore? I don't even know. <laughs> so what are your hopes for Kixpo moving forward as we're wrapping up? Not all at once. 
<laughs> I know, right? Thank you. Oh, oh my God, you are uh -oh. ready, boy. Um, I I think uh, for us, I think one of the challenges that we've kind of placed in front of us is to move it to different cities, and so we've talked about it. We've kicked around the idea. Oh, kicked. Oh, kicked yeah. the idea around she for a little betcha. bit. Betcha. <laughs> you know, and and that's that's a. I think that's a big endeavor for us because of where we are in life right now. Mm -hmm. um, Ralph is, you know, um, just doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. Steven's doing his thing or whatever to be really vague about it. But I think. Oh, he said doing his thing or whatever. Wow. What or are you whatever. Doing? Whatever. <laughs> illegal stuff. But, um, Dang. Double retelling stuff. But anyway. Urban legend. Urban legend. I think that's one of the things is, is moving it to a different state, moving it to a different city on its own, not piggybacking off something else. Um, I think that's a challenge. And then um, the cool thing about Kixpo is that we ourselves, even though we sit here and we talk about it, we don't know what's next because we don't put any kind of boundaries or limitations on what we can do next. Um, if we wanted to, I don't, I don't know, do something really cool. And am I, am I thinking of ideas right now? If we do something really innovative or interactive where no one has seen it before, then we would just do it. You know what I mean? Not to give away our trade secrets, but we don't have limitations. We don't have a ceiling on what it is that we're going to do next. Ralph said this earlier that we've kind of, we're our biggest critics where we want to innovate on what we did today. We want to innovate tomorrow. And I think that's the most exciting thing is that we don't, we don't know what it's going to become, un, you know, until we get there and, and it, it's manifested and become this. You move with it. Yes. I don't know if I can follow that up any better. I mean, look, ideally, you know, working with this group of guys, we've we've known each other a long time. So it's definitely been fun. Um, been fun? Uh, it's, no, it's been fun and will continue to be fun. I mean, like he said, I mean, we don't know what's next. I mean, after every event, we kind of regroup and um, and just say, and that's when we come up with the what's next and we kind of get feedback from everybody to say, Hey, what should we do next? What, ha what haven't we accomplished? Um, how can we set ourselves apart and really, you know, take our event to the next level? Sounds good. Rafa is playing with a lizard over here. Um, anything, <laughs> any other hopes or dreams? <clears throat> no, Expo? I mean, I, I they, agree. They... I agree with, with what uh, info and nuke are saying, but, uh, we've always, we, 10 years of doing this, you learn a lot. And so we've done a good job up until this point in really changing with the times and weaving personal interests into, you know, the trajectory of our organization. And so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens and we'll tackle it in the Kixpo way. Mm. Hey, anything you all want to share or say with uh, the Colores Radio? No, I appreciate you having us yeah, for sure. Um, big fan of the podcast. Thanks. Not just because Ralph's on it. I mean, because, uh, you're on it. Ah, really. stop <laughs> it. Check out his mixtape. Yeah, I've got wow. a fire mixtape. I brought a copy for everybody. I'm ready to listen. <laughs> Come on, push play. No, just uh, just show up and support. I mean, the event is nothing without the community. I mean, we don't we don't do anything special. I mean, without vendors and the people that have the drive to come up with these clothing brands and 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 have the drives to come up with dope sneaker collections and have the passion for it um we have no vendors right and without vendors we have no attendees and so um it, it it's a grassroots thing we love that it's in our hometown in the the great state of dallas texas because um but yeah so anyway that's it so be there and uh come hang out come talk to us 
be a dope time. Well, congratulations to you all on 10 years. It's a huge deal. 10 freaking years y'all mm-hmm. have been doing this, and it Ooh. is a Dallas staple, and it is something you all should be proud of, and not just as the founders, but this whole crew you've created. It's something, like you said, I, there's a lot of things y'all said I really appreciated, but something that you didn't see here and you created yourself, and that's what we need here in Dallas because we don't do it often, and the fact that y'all have been doing it for 10 years says a lot about you all as a whole and the fact that you're willing to move with the culture is everything right so really thank you all for being here with us and it was such a pleasure to hear from the founders directly shout out to the whole crew as a whole that are all killing it um i think don't forget to go to kickspo july 22nd at the fair park tower building what time to what time i don't even have 2 p.m to 8 p.m um all ages event uh, we have some really dope stuff planned. We have some dope coloring books for the kids. That we can yeah, so it's with. all Just ages, so bring the family. Nice. Yeah, bring the whole fam. Um, you go to kickspo2017.eventbrite.com for tickets. We will have them available at the door as well. And it was such a pleasure to hear from you all. Thank you so much for doing everything you're doing. And we will hopefully see you all again soon. Yep. So go to Kickspo. <laughs> Thank you so much again to our guest, the Kickspo crew, for joining us today. It was a pleasure to hear from the founders directly and to hear about something that is such a key part to the culture. So don't forget to go to Kickspo July 22nd at the Fair Park Tower Building. As we wrap up the show, we have a brief self-care corner. So I... We went on way too long about the pimps last week, so we're going to keep it Uh, nice. It sounds like the pimps are back. They are. Did you do anything different? I did. What did you do? I got a different cleaner. I didn't get what you were telling me. What kind did you get? It's a deep... Is it organic? Deep clean. No, it's got all kinds of chemicals in exactly. it. Exactly. Try something organic. I'm so but serious. But afterward, you said before I go to sleep to try some apple cider vinegar as a toner. Diluted with water. Did you do that? Oh. You put the burned ass. It was, my face was on fire. I warned you. You don't listen. <laughs> I do. But see, I know better because when I when I used to drink it, I'd do it I'd, with water. It. Well, yeah, but I thought since I'm not drinking no, it, no, bro, it, that's strong on your skin. So make sure you dilute any kind of essential oil or vinegar or anything. Dilute, always dilute uh, the organic I'm products. Over, I'm going to a curandera tomorrow because I think someone did something to me. So Honestly, they might have because might you know what? It was actually me because you didn't give me 444, and I'm still mad. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't give you pimps. That's I'm, really bad. Yeah, but it's um. The worst. So do try natural products because the chemical things, honestly, one time, this is like a real story. I was using a clean and clear, which a lot of people like. My face started getting bumps, just bumps. And like ever since I stopped, they went away. Yeah. So after that, I only use organic products because I was just like, wow, this shit is really not doing anything for me. Yeah. So Hmm. consider it. All right. Well, I'm really nervous either way. Good luck with the curandera. Let us know (laughs) that uh, this would just be a weekly self-care corner. I have chicken. I don't know. No, she didn't. Get out, Azealia Banks. You're going to end up with chickens (laughs) in the closet all bloody. Anyway, so for self-care corner, um, I basically am giving you all something that I'm working on myself um, that I don't know how many people do. I know I should do more often is just to take a minute and self-reflect. Um, I had a journal. I started a journal about four years ago, and I actually don't keep up with it as much as I should. 
but I try to write in it at least once a month and I usually most go to it when I'm in really weak or terrible moments personally. Um, but I also try to work on something I never thought I could change about myself or something that I consider a flaw or that maybe I don't like to admit to myself, like I am judgmental or something like that, that maybe we just accept and want to throw in the back corner, but we shouldn't. We should actually take a moment to see if there is a way we can change this about ourselves. Because a lot of times, even if somebody points out a flaw to us or something about ourselves, we don't want to do it because we get really defensive. But maybe really, truly, the only person that can change anything about you is yourself nobody else can make you do it so take a minute self-reflect um and and that'll help you improve as a better person so now we will jump to our brown business of the week which i had one ready to go but then uh, a dear darling soul pointed out to me that we should uh, probably do our guest which is kickspo as our brown business of yay. the week yay, yay. so a really truly like dead ass congrats to them for 10 years like that's a huge deal 10 a years huge deal like it doesn't really hit you until you're really thinking about it but yeah. that's something something yeah. <laughs> something to be proud of and these guys all come from different backgrounds mm. and really came together and like built something uh that is a that is really necessary here in dallas and impacts the world so shouts to kickspo support them july 22nd and forever uh kickspo.com also is a thing and they're on all the social media and they they're are. cool guys and they're really sweet and supportive of of the Colorado's radio and we should be supportive of them because they're here for us and we're here for them Yippee. so i'm excited to go to my first kickspo i'm gonna be rocking my uh traders village warachis that um harachis Har okay okay now i know what you're talking Har harachis nah, there we go okay oh my god <laughs> um so thank you to kickspo for kicking ass and we wish you all the best always and forever. Next, our final segment, who you got with De Coco. Pat's getting up and ready to uh -oh. come to the mic. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to do like a million like usual, okay? She has a full-blown list. I don't have a list. I just wrote down the stuff of the people that I'm doing. Okay, let's go. She's so, doing people. The first one I'm doing is Los Blenders. I don't know if y'all... They're surf rock. I don't know if you've heard of them. You set yourself up for this. <laughs> it was an unintentional. You probably never heard of them. I didn't. wasn't gonna say that. But this is why we make fun of her. We didn't even say anything. We weren't speaking, and she just <laughs> said, "I don't know if you've heard of them, but like, go on, okay, Los, Los Blenders. Blenders. They're from the uh, the F. Nice. Um, what is that? They're what, what is, is that? that I never heard Ciudad of that. Ciudad de Mexico. Oh, okay. Oh, like Mexico. Or they're Chilangos. Is that uh, they're surf rock band. I, I really like them. They're really fun to listen to, especially during I've the summertime. I've never heard of them. Well, you look them up on Spotify. Oh my That's god. That's how I, I listen to them. They have a new. They had a single that came out uh, in February. I really like their album called Travels Bien. It's really good. Also, second one is also uh, more than one. Always let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love Ella minus. I don't. I don't know how she pronounces. It. I don't know if she says in English or in Spanish. I want to say Ella minus, but maybe it's just Ella minus. She's speaking Spanish. Or but English? she's from Brooklyn. She's oh. Colombian. Okay. Uh, she's very synthy and dancey. I really like it. I heard about her through Busca Buya and Noah. They did some. Her. You've heard of her? No. Wow. <laughs> Oh, tricked ya! You're still a hipster. You yeah. win. You win again. She has an, app, an EP called uh, Adapt, and I've been listening to it a lot. 
Ceremony's a really good track. Look her up. Okay. What kind of music? Um, I guess I could say like Latin indie. Latin indie. Latin indie. Latin But it's very synthy and dancey. It's really cool. I like it. Cool. She sounds interesting. Rafa, do you have <laughs> a Dakoko who you got? I thought it was obvious that if you haven't heard 444, that you need to go listen to 444. Well, somebody didn't send so. it to me either. I just now got it oh, from Eva. Oh, so. my. Okay. Oh, shout out to my friend Joy, who came through like a real MVP and sent me that thing. <laughs> Nobody gave it to You're not going to live this down because yeah. I thought we were friends. Joy, you the real MVP. But Thank I you, Joy. I'm sorry. And I've been listening. So aside from that, catching flack for not sending you the album to change the album obviously you are listening to it i am listening to it i enjoy it it is i need to it's listen pretty dope yeah so give it a listen i i'm actually gonna pull a pat today i have 18 things to say <laughs> no i first my first who you got initially when i thought about it was blue ivy that's actually I was like you good. go girl i'm gonna call it early because i know you have a career going already um next uh i never thought i would be into uh her maybe i don't know i, I never really gave her a shot Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, is a banger. Really? I like it. Have you really? heard it? No. It's honestly catchy as but shit. She, she probably would put some. And some she has her realness, so it yeah, works. Like yeah. she has everything to be a rapper, so I support her. Yeah. Um, I I'm enjoying I am enjoying some Cardi B, as well as I am trying to listen to more podcasts besides uh, the ones I've just been addicted to for the past couple of years, which are the big ones. Um, but I was listening to like Latinos who lunch oh, word. and they're really cool. And so hopefully maybe one day we can work with them or something, but definitely look up other Brown podcasts. If you haven't already, there's some cool ones out there and we need to support each other. So shout out to all the ones that are supporting us and we're here to support you. Um, yeah. So that's my, who you got. Boom. And we are wrapping up the show. Don't forget the submissions are now open for our, next gray space art show which will be over the topic black lives matter which is uh completely open to interpretation we have received some emails about like could it involve civil rights and uh the black panther movement we're like of course it's it's very broad so feel free to email us your examples of work that you would like to submit Again, those close, I believe, the first weekend in September. Correct. And we have some cool things planned for that and interesting people to interview as well. Then our next event that we have is really exciting. The Chicano Movie Night. We have planned for Yippee. August 5th. Uh, mi, fi- mi Familia. Mi Familia. Mi familia. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> mi Familia. Uh, we plan to have raffles and vendors and yummy food and lots Drinks. of cool things. Drank, of yeah. course. Um, so plan for that August 5th. I'm sure we have a Facebook event probably going out up soon. soon. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. And thank you so much for listening to the sixth episode of that Colores radio signing off from the cultural center again. And you probably did. We always do this when the Florida dancers are like banging hard. Yeah. So I don't know if listeners hear it. I just feel like y'all do. But again, we hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something with us. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile, or Pat at Pat.Arreguin. I'm keeping it simple this week. 
Uh, we promise to keep growing and providing you with somewhat entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on any platform or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. We love hearing from y'all. We saw some reviews on iTunes today. That was really exciting. Uh, yes. And thank you so much again for listening. And join us again next time for The Colores Radio. The, the, the Colores Radio. Bye.